guys. Welcome back to our podcast. Um, it's been a little while since our last episode we recorded, so we apologize. We've been away, um, but we're back and ready to talk about more tech. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, the new Samsung announcement. What do you, What's it called? So the Galaxy Note 10, 10 Plus, and then some of their other announcements like a new watch, new tablet, and then we'll talk about some like movie news and that type of stuff yeah it's been a kind of like a summer blockbuster year i think yeah or so they say blockbuster i mean i guess it depends on if you like the movies or not um but a lot of these movies have done really well um in at the box office so we're gonna talk mostly disney movies (laughs) yeah basically so just disney's had a summer um so we'll talk about uh what movies have been out what we thought our thoughts on them we'll discuss it and it should be fun so what do you want to start with Let's start with the Galaxy Note 10. All right. So, um, Galaxy Note 10 is the latest, like, Note device. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's two versions of it this time. Uh, the smaller one, the Note 10, has a 6.3-inch display, while the bigger Note 10 Plus has a 6.8-inch display. Um, 6.3 versus 6.8? Yeah. That's pretty similar, Yeah. to be honest. All right. I mean, like, you, Samsung's been doing, like two like sizes for a while now and then apple started doing two sizes so it's like it's a trend now like oh yeah you want the bigger one yeah it has a bigger battery bigger screen or you could just go with the regular size so like it's for like two different i get that there's two different sizes but i just think that's really it's a it's a very slim difference between the two sizes you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if I wanted a small phone, you'd want something that fits in, like, your hand. Mm. Um, but these are, they're both, like, decently big. Yeah. So it's, like, mm, it's better to have a bigger Even gap. Even further, like, their, like, Galaxy S line, mm-hmm. the, the S10 and S10 Plus, the screen size wasn't, like, that much different. Um, All right. Fair it enough. It was only, like, you know, similar kind of difference. But, like, even Apple in years past, they had, like, the the iPhone 8 and 8 Plus, that was a 4.7 inch for the smaller one and then like a 5.5 for the bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's not like huge drastic differences, but like... Mm-hmm. Also, side note, um, do you mind just mentioning the difference between Samsung's Note phones versus Samsung Galaxy phones for some of our listeners who might not know the difference? Well, technically both have the Galaxy name in it. Mm-hmm. So there's the Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy S line and Samsung Galaxy Note line. Mm-hmm. So the latest one is Samsung Galaxy Note line. So this is the Galaxy Note 10 and Galaxy Note 10 Plus. Note uh, phones, they have bigger screens and all this type of stuff. And also like a S Pen. Like That's the, one of the major differences is having yeah. like a additional pen that it kind of pops out from the phone. Yeah. Like at the bottom where like the jack is. So in case anybody didn't know that difference. Yeah. So like you have like Infinity O display on both the Note 10 and Note 10 Plus. Like, there's, there's, like, a small camera cutout. Instead of having, like, a notch, it's, like, in the camera's, like, in the display. Ooh, like still, notches. Well, like, it's still <laughs> visible, but, like, you won't have a notch. That's a big difference. I guess, yeah. So, you have three cameras on the back. Um, uh, one is wide-angle, one is a telephoto, and then you have a regular lens. There's no headphone jack on the Note 10 or Note 10+. Plus. I feel like a lot of people aren't really missing them that much yeah. now. Yeah, and, like, if you pre-ordered the Note 10 or the new phones, you'll get Galaxy Buds for free. So, like, it's yeah. not... Yeah. Yeah. It's not a huge tragedy. I mean, they're, they're including USB-C eBirds in the box, so it's not a huge loss. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. pretty good. Um, so there's some new stuff with the S Pen where you can basically use it as like kind of like a remote for your uh, phone. The S Pen looks like Spen, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you can use your remote. You can also use it because it's like connecting over Bluetooth to the device. Uh, you can use it like to control aspects of the phone. I did like that aspect. Like when they did the demonstration on the announcement day. Um, so like, I guess the point is, let's say you had uh, a tripod and you had your phone and you um, you put it up to like selfie mode and you needed to, instead of doing it on a timer, you would have the pen with you in your hand and you could click it and it'd be like a Bluetooth Yeah, it's like having anyway. those kind of remote things for like a DSLR type of thing. Or like, I think selfie sticks now have them. Like... Yeah, well, obviously that's still attached, well, like a, but yeah, a selfie stick would have the like a little button close to where your hand mm-hmm. is, so you could click it. So it's the same type of thing, just more wireless. Yeah, so like with a self timer, you have to like rush over to like yeah. stand there. But this, you could just set up and whatnot. Or say if you're doing a presentation, you can use it to like kind of as like a clicker type of thing. Mm-hmm. So like cool use cases and whatnot. So. Both are powered by the latest Qualcomm processor, which is the Snapdragon 855. Uh, you have 8 gigs of RAM in the Note 10 and 12 gigs of RAM in the Note 10 Plus. Uh, for storage, there's 256 gigs in both, but you can also get up to 512 in the Note 10 Plus and a micro SD. Do you remember back in the day, like phones, like smartphones when they just started, you get like, oh, 30 gigs or like 60 gigs. No, you mean like eight or 16 gigs. Eight or, oh my God, you're right. Yeah, I remember like one of the first iPhones had like eight eight, and then it was like, oh, that's so big. And then one. It's huge. Oh my God, what am I going to do with all that space? Yeah. JK. And then you're like, eight is not enough. 16 is not enough. 16 is not, 32 is is not enough anymore. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, you still have access to Samsung DeX on the phone, so basically, when you plug it into, like, a, uh, like, um, to your, like, TV or whatnot, you can use it as, like, kind of, like, a computer type of thing. Almost like an extension? Yeah. It kind of, like, duplicates the screen? Yes. You know? No, but it's duplicate, like, you basically have your computer on the Note 10, mm-hmm. and it's basically, when you power, connect it to a display... Then it becomes like a full-on computer, like with its own interface. And I guess that's nice. For example, like you know how like whenever we're like home and uh, you need to show like a photo to like five people, yeah. instead of just like all huddling up by the phone, yeah. you can like essentially project it onto yeah. the TV. Or if you're like you need to work on the go type of thing. That's good too. Yeah. So like also in like Samsung Dex has been around for a while, like uh, for the past like two years, but mm-hmm. now they're gonna they're coming up with the Windows and mac app so when you connect your note 10 to your like windows 10 pc or mac then they'll have what you'll be able to see the dex interface on, that's on nice. the computer, so you can control it there that's good yeah so you don't need like a separate display mm-hmm. makes it more seamless that way yeah um oh the battery life battery it's um 3500 milliamps in the regular note 10 and then 4300 milliamps in the note 10 plus to comparison note 9 last year had 4000 milliamps mm. so you're getting increase with the note 10 plus but also decrease if you're going with the regular note 10 sneaky there yeah but you also have like wireless power share so you can easily wirelessly charge your galaxy buds or your galaxy watch on the go i do really like that aspect it's yeah. really nice yeah and there's rumors that like, like Maybe an upcoming iPhone will have a similar feature. Yeah, they're pretty behind. Well, I mean, like, Huawei has already had this 
feature already. Yeah, it's a really nice feature. Yeah. I like it. Um, you can also do like live focus videos, so you can add like a bokeh effect to your videos while you're recording <laughs> on the. I'm uh, so artsy. Yeah, built-in video editor, and there's comes in three colors. It comes in Aurora Glow, Aurora White, and Aurora Black. I really like the Aurora Glow. Yeah, it's, it's like iridescent. Yeah, right? it's similar to like what Huawei's done with their like P. Oh, that one's beautiful. Series. Yeah, I really like that. I would love to get, like, a clear case on, like, this uh, Aurora Glow hmm. and just be like, look at it, how beautiful it is. Yeah. So, Note 10 uh, starts at uh, $1,259 in Canada, mm-hmm. and it goes up to 1599 and that's for the Note 10 Plus 512K version. Also, how insane is it that it's, like, pretty much the price of a, of a TV? Yeah, or it's a computer. Ridiculous. Like, I think you tweeted about this, right? Yeah. It was, I yeah. love that tweet. It was so funny. Yeah. So, this coming on August 23rd. Uh, you can pre-order it now from Samsung's website and whatnot. hmm But, yeah, so that's the Note 10. I think you said, did you go into a Best Buy the other day and you were able to see it? Yeah, on, like, Friday I went into a Best Buy and it was already on display. And how was it in comparison? Like, what do you have right now? Yeah, um, right now I'm using the OnePlus 7 Pro, which okay. has like a 6.6 inch display. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that much bigger. But then when I was holding the Note 10 mm-hmm. Plus, um, like, if, like it didn't feel that big in my hands. Like I've used, I, like I'm used to big phones. And also like I loved using the Note 10, Note 9 last year. Mm-hmm. And that was like. Like, the perfect size. It was, like, beautiful. Exactly. So, what did you think of it in compared... Like, obviously, you didn't get to, like, use it, but yeah. how, in terms of, like, holding it, how did you feel from the Note 9 to the Note 10? Like, it felt, like, comfortable. Yeah, like, ooh, this is nice. Exactly. It felt like, oh, this is the perfect size. It's, it's like, kind of like the Goldilocks effect, like, not too hot, <laughs> not too cold, like, just right. Yeah. Like, I think I would be fine with the, the regular Note 10, but, like, I think the bigger one because you get the added benefit of bigger battery mm-hmm. more storage and micro sd and all that type of stuff it, it, like samsung is trying to get you to buy the note 10 plus oh my god it's so clear like what was it we were watching um one of marquez's videos yeah what was it His, was it a first impression video I think? yeah it was a hands-on video hands-on video and like he made a lot of good points he was talking about how um he was like listing all the specs between it and he's like you can kind of clearly see that they're kind of gearing you toward this which like i guess is fine but like eh. i mean further like galaxy s line they've been doing two phones like in that like lineup like each year yeah the past couple years since i think the s7 Mm -hmm. but now this year they're adding a third one which basically it copies what apple is doing which Apple last year they did iPhone 10s, 10s plus, and then 10R. Sa- They're like cost effective option, right? Yeah. The so R. like with uh, Samsung Galaxy S, it was Galaxy S10, S10 plus, and then the kind of budget or like cheaper version would be S10e. But like it still has similar. What does features. the E stand for? Like economical or something. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and you still get like good features on it, like still same camera. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not, you don't get like the in-display fingerprint sensor, but you mm-hmm. get like fingerprint sensor on the uh, 
carbon, that type of stuff. I do appreciate that, that they're, like, thinking about their consumers, and they're realizing that their consumers are not just one type of person, mm-hmm. that there's different types of people, and have people have different needs and wants. Exactly, like, most, like, people have, like, how much do you want to spend on a phone? How big do you want the phone to be? Mm-hmm. Um, and that type of stuff. Like, it is getting like more what customizable. Fe- or what features matter most to you? Like, if the camera yeah. just matters most to you, the cheapest one will has to have a great camera as, like, the higher-end yeah. versions. Yeah, you're not losing too much. Yeah. And, like, it is not... At the end of the day, when you're looking at a screen, when you're talking about, like, OLED versus, like, the, the type of glass that they use and the type of resolution, yeah. like, at the end of the day, maybe some, that's not as much of a priority for some people. Yeah. And it's something you don't really notice as much when you use it in day-to-day use. Yeah. So, like, I think that's a good thing to, like, take down, like, you know, make, uh, take it off... When you go to so, more economic. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Samsung next year for the Note 11, they come out with the third model. Mm. Well, you hear it here first. This is a prediction. Yeah, because, <laughs> like, if they're doing three models for the S-series, why not for the Note? I, I, unless I they're, agree with Unless you. they're saying that, like, all oh, the S-series is kind of, like, a cheaper version of whatever features you get in the Note 10. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I don't know. We'll find out. Um, does the event always happen in August? Yeah, so usually the Note 10 is, like, announced in August and then, like, released near the end of it or into September, that type of stuff. And then do they do a separate event for, like, the Galaxy S series? Yeah, so that's usually February, March, sometimes April. Alright. So they usually have two big phone launches per Mm -hmm. year. One for, like, the spring, summer, and one for, like, the fall, winter Mm. type of thing. So something because else. like some like people are always buying a new phone I think any time so. of the year, it's just probably more. I think more people might be buying it like kind of like Black Friday or into like Christmas type of thing because mm-hmm. you might get like discounted deal or whatnot. Um, or more people buying phones on contract type of thing. You get like oh you get a phone for zero dollars type of thing with this plan, but like it yeah. all depends. It's just when you're buying mm-hmm. a phone, you like you could still get an S10 right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be a bit cheaper, because you might have, like, it on sale. That's true. Yeah. Worth looking into. Yeah, depending on what you want. Speaking of Samsung, yeah. you know what I still really liked is their uh, new Galaxy Watch. Yeah. The Active 2 one. Yeah. Ooh, it is pretty. Yeah. I like so, it a lot. like, even though they announced and released the first one earlier this year, they've already come out with the second one. That's such a short gap, too. Yeah. Like, I don't really know why, um, you had a theory, though. I remember you telling me why you think that they did it. Well, I mean, the original um, Galaxy Watch Active, it uh, was, like, 42 millimeter in size. Mm-hmm. Um, and now the Watch a- Watch Active 2 ha- it comes in two different sizes, a 40 millimeter and a 44. Mm-hmm. So that's giving them three different models for, like, kind of three different types of people. But the Watch Active 2 does come with some added features. Like, you get, like, a touch bezel, which is reminiscent of the physical bezel on, like, the regular Galaxy Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you get, like, slightly better battery life. Um, so, like, for the new Galaxy Watch Active 2, so you have 1.2-inch display on the uh, smaller one or 340 mAh for the bigger one. Um you have more fitness stuff. You have like more uh, RAM in it. There's also support for 
electrocardiogram or like ECG, which is what like the Apple Watch Series 4 has. That's good. Yeah. Um, you can automatically track like all different types of workout. It's the first Samsung watch with Bluetooth 5.0, meaning you have like a better, mm-hmm. like stronger connection. Yeah. Um, there's NFC for a Samsung Pay. That'll and, be nice. Yeah. Wait, okay. So we don't really, some banks in Canada don't have, um. So the only holdout in Canada, so cause like even RBC in the last couple months, they announced support for Samsung Pay. Or, no, they already supported Samsung Pay, but they just recently supported Google Pay. Oh. So TD is the only one in Canada that's the holdout for any kind of mobile parent besides Apple Pay. So like all the other banks have. Uh yeah. Wow. Okay, get it together, TD. Yeah, because they don't support Google Pay, they don't support Samsung Pay, they do support support Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. Cause like having, if you had a smartwatch and say it was the Samsung one, yeah. that'd be so convenient to pay with like Samsung Pay. Yeah. Nice. I quite like that feature. Exactly. I've never had that on a smartwatch. Yeah. Have you ever paid like that before? Yeah, like um, Simply Financial, which is part of CIBC, mm-hmm. they have Samsung Pay and Google Pay support. So I've u- added my card to my phone and used Google Pay. Nice. And it's easy. But I haven't used... The watch, watch. part? Yeah. Ooh. I tried... I remember trying like the Apple Watch Series 3 and mm-hmm. I tried to do Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it worked on the watch. I don't remember, but I remember using it on the phone and it did work. Yeah. But I don't know if I actually did it on the watch, so... Mm. So Galaxy Watch Active 2 is coming in September. Mm-hmm. It starts at 369 Canadian for the 40 millimeter version. Mm-hmm. And like I think it's 399 for the 44 millimeter version. Mm-hmm. That's that's for the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi version. There will be an LTE LTE version coming in October mm-hmm. both the US and Canada, so meaning you can use the phone or the watch without like being tethered to your phone. That's nice. So I have its own in internet connection that type of stuff but uh pricing for the lte version and carriers are come close to launch mm. but i think the galaxy watch the regular galaxy watch there's lte version last year mm-hmm. i think that was on roger bell and telus or, or maybe two out of three but mm-hmm. like, yeah it's usually on the bigger carriers do we talk about the background thing that they do Oh yeah, there was one feature. I think we were watching like someone's hands-on video with the Galaxy Watch Active. Basically, I think it was a Verge video. Yeah, basically, um, with the the Galaxy Watch app, you can take a picture of like like your shirt pattern or whatnot, and then you upload it, and then it'll create like your own watch face. Something that like complements what you're wearing. Yeah. The idea is like let's say you're wearing like a uh, a black and purple suit and you're wearing your watch and mm. you can kind of you take a picture of your suit or what you're wearing and um it would upload that and then you'd have like different options. I like that it wasn't just one option. You had like multiple options that were in that color family and were also complementary to what you're wearing. Yeah. Like even the watch itself it comes in like uh, two different kind of uh material so you have one option that is um it's aluminum like mm-hmm. kind of material for the actual watch and it comes with something called fluoroelastomer it's kind of like uh like a silicone type of thing oh okay um band but you can easily swap out the bands and that comes in like black blue and then kind of like a pinkish mm-hmm. and then there's also one where it's stainless steel and a leather band 
So mm. that comes in like kind of black, silver, and kind of like a rose gold type of thing. Mm-hmm. But like you, any of the watches, you can easily swap with the bands. Yeah. It's a nice little added feature. Whoever came up with that Samsung, it was nice. Oh, yeah, for the watch face thing? Yeah. yeah that was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, uh, watches are, like, more of, like, like a, they're, like, a, like a piece a fashion of, piece. Yeah. That you wear, right? Yeah. But, like, with the added benefit of smartwatches, you have, like, more, it's more beneficial because there's a piece of technology and keeps you connected. Mm-hmm. That type of stuff. Nice. So, now, speaking, speaking of, like, kind of creative stuff mm-hmm. there's the new galaxy tab s6 mm-hmm. which is like latest tablet uh it comes with the s pen and that type of stuff which has been improved but uh what's cool is that the s pen will actually magnetically attach to the back of the tablet yes that's so helpful especially if you like put it in your bag and like the pen just roll around you can't find it yeah and then Sometimes you don't want to carry a clunky case either exactly and then it's wirelessly charging the pen Oh my tablet. Yes. Good job, Samsung. Yeah. That is a nice feature. Yeah. They're on it with these. Good yeah. job. So like ten minutes of charging the S Pen will get you about ten hours of battery life on using it mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, so the S uh, uh, t- Galaxy Tab S six has a ten point five inch AMOLED display. Um, it's the first tablet with HDR ten plus, which is kind of samsung's own like kind of open open um like hdr platform like there's a whole bunch of different like hdr platforms which i won't get into but there's like hdr 10 there's hdr 10 plus and dolby vision mm-hmm. dolby vision you have to pay a license to dolby to like be able to use but basically Annoying. hdr is like you'll see deeper blacks and kind of like like kind of better color accuracy um so this is the first tablet that has HDR10+, which was backed by Samsung, but it's also supported by a bunch of other uh, TV companies like TCL and that type of stuff, and also um, like movie studios and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. There's an in-display indus- in fingerprint sensor, just like the S10 and S10+. Um, same processor as S10 and S10+, with Snapdragon 855 with 6 or 8 gigs of RAM, depending on if you get the 128 or 256 gig storage option. You have a 13 megapixel and 5 megapixel camera on the back, 8 megapixel camera on the front, 7,040 milliamp hour battery, 4 speakers that are tuned by AKG and Dolby Atmos support. Um, there'll also be a keyboard case available, and it will be available in the coming weeks. The Galaxy Tab S6 starts at 899 canadian mm. which which like it's a bit much for a tablet considering that you know like apple has so many tablets like they you can get an ipad for like three four hundred dollars mm-hmm. so like and like eight hundred dollars that's close to like how much you're paying for like a computer or a laptop or like even like an now phone right yeah i, I get mm, in the middle of that but at least it comes in three different colors rose blush Cloud blue and mountain gray. These names. I know, right? <laughs> but the blue looks the... nice. It does. Do. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So now shifting gears a bit, let's talk about uh, some movies. All right. So since Comic Con just happened. Yeah. What was some of your uh, favorite things that happened at Comic Con? One was that Marvel announced a whole big slate of movies mm-hmm. for Phase Four from uh, for twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. 
one of the highlights for the end of like 2021 in November is uh, Thor Love and Fun- Thunder, which is technically Thor 4, mm-hmm. and it's being written and directed by Taika Waititi, who did Thor Ragnarok. Woo, we love him. Yeah. That was like, that was probably one of the best like Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reinvigorated the Thor character. Like mm-hmm. it made him more likable because like people didn't really like Thor before that. Really? Yeah, they're just like, or like they don't like his like solo movies before that, right? Because mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok was the third Thor movie, mm-hmm. and he's a, then he appeared in Avengers before that. Mm-hmm. But like, it wasn't everyone's favorite mm-hmm. movie. One of uh, my favorite announcements that happened was also a Marvel one. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the announcement for um, what was it? What was the name of the film? Which one? Uh, where the actor was the Canadian actor. Oh, Shang-Chi. Yes! Um, so they announced who they're, like, like... They didn't announce the whole cast, right? They just announced the, the main character? Yeah, they made, announced the guy playing the main character and also the villain. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, they announced that uh, Simu Liu, I think that's how you pronounce his name? Yeah. I'm sorry if I, that's not how yeah, you pronounce your name. Chinese-Canadian actor. Yes, and he's on Kim's Convenience. Um, first of all, Canadian, first of all, and then second of all, a uh, person of color, uh, good casting there. Um, I think he's going to do a really good job. Yeah. And I was really excited to yeah. see him, um, like, he's a really good person. Have you seen his stuff on Twitter since, like, the Oh my god, he's so funny. Like, in, like, a couple years before, he's like, hey Marvel, when are you going to, like, cast, like, an Asian, Asian lead in a Marvel I said movie? that to he, you. Like, he, like, spoke it into existence. He really did. And then the best part is he went back and found those tweets and replied to his old tweets and be like, oh shit. I He's guess like, it's happening. Lo, lo. <laughs> yeah, he was just kind of laughing at himself. Mm. I love that. I love. Yeah, because he was basically cast the Tuesday before Comic Con, before the big panel. Yeah, so it's nice that he didn't have like these like two months of like holding it in, couldn't say anything. Yeah, he's like, guys, like, I just found out this week. Yeah, because even like you know Kumail Nanjiani, he's in the Eternals, which is coming November twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I don't know when he was cast, but like there was, there's always been rumors like like rumors and murmurs of like oh who's gonna be in this movie and like. Until, like, an official announcement. Mm-hmm. So there was rumors that he was going to be in it, and then it got official. So he could have been... Ca- Kumail could have been pet cast, like... Very recently, too. Recently, or even months ago, but just had to keep it, like... Oh, that'd be so hard if I had, like, big information like that. Yeah, and you couldn't you just tell anyone, or even... He couldn't tell, like, his wife, Emily, or anything like that. It's so hard, because I think in those contracts, you're not allowed to even tell your, like, your direct family. Your, exactly. your yeah. immediate family. Yeah. Oh, my God, if I couldn't tell you something, like, that exciting, I'd be so mad. Yeah, it's so hard to live. Yeah, because they'll go after Marvel will go after you and with their lawyers. I get that you can't. Yeah, I wouldn't risk it. Yeah, but I'm going on vacation by myself for ten days. Don't talk for a year. Okay, bye. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and then one of the biggest news at Avengers Endgame is now the highest grossing film of all time. Whoa. With like $2.8 billion at the box office. That is a lot. Exactly. Like it's coming to, it's on digital now and it's coming to Blu-ray in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so like it culminates like almost like 11 years of like Marvel movies and whatnot and like an interwoven story. Mm-hmm. And it beat Avatar, which gross like 2.7 or something yeah billion. i was tired of that and i like, really didn't like avatar that yeah much anyway. for like over 10 yeah it, i mean i think we should have saw it in theaters avatar but like i think that's why people like love it so much because of like the whole like seeing the cinematic experience the cinematic experience seeing it in 3d because that's that movie helped make 3d more popular 
I do agree. Yeah, that's probably true. Because prior to that, you had like the red and blue 3D glasses, but then mm-hmm. the new 3D technology that came in with like Avatar and that helped push a big wave of 3D. Like 3D still around in theaters, mm-hmm. but just like Avatar was one of those things. So the next Avatar movies 2021. Okay, maybe we'll see that in theaters. Yeah. I like I'll give credit where credit is due. Fine. Yeah, Avatar was like a decent movie. Yeah. But I just think it's really overhyped. So yeah. I'm really glad that there's another movie out there that's like kind of beat them in the box office. Yeah. Which is nice. But the funny thing is, so like mm-hmm. Avatar was 20th Century Fox mm-hmm. and Disney now owns 20th Century Fox. Oh damn. So they own both. Like the, basically the top two highest grossing films of all time. They're get, it's getting really intense. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't think there's gonna be like another movie at the top. Like Avengers Endgame now, it's it'll be a long time before. I think so too. Because like I don't think Avatar two or its sequels are gonna um, beat Avengers Endgame. I think what's gonna happen, Avatar movies might just hit over a billion, make like one point five. That's about it. Because mm-hmm. people are gonna see it. At least Avatar two, because people are curious. Mm-hmm. Like what's gonna what's gonna make like everyone want to go see it. Yeah, exactly. especially with that long of a gap since the first movie. Yeah, then it's like you had this much time to do to do a good story to like do the the graphics really well. Like we are coming to see this. It'll basically be twelve years since. Yeah, it's a very long time since the first one. Yeah, I mean it's not. I mean, there's been other movies where it's been like a bigger gap between sequels, but like, mm-hmm. but they've also they've been working on like kind of all tip stuff i think they did some like underwater stuff and like the yes Marianas trench yes, and that yes, type yes, of stuff. Yes, so i don't know what they're doing mm-hmm. but i think it'll like be like visually like stunning mm-hmm. from that aspect mm-hmm. so yeah so i think is that all we want to talk about yeah we're i think we're good for this week yeah we will uh, catch you in the next episode. Hopefully, we won't be as such a long gap, so we apologize yeah. to our listeners. It'll probably be in September around, like, the Apple event. Yeah. I mean, like, summer is a time where there's not too much tech going on. Yeah, So we don't have slow. a lot to talk about, which is why we want to talk about some more, like, pop culture stuff, movie stuff as well. So we hope you enjoyed that part of it. Let us know if you want us to incorporate more pop culture stuff mm. in addition to tech. Yeah. Um, yeah, the fall is going to be really good. There's going to be a lot of announcements, a lot of tech stuff. And we're just going to move right into it. Mm. So we'll catch you in the next one. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and rate our podcast. It really helps us out a lot. And uh, interact with us on Twitter. Okay. All the information's in the description box. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.